This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Teen Mom. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Teen Mom news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for Teen Mom. Hello, everyone. Mari Sagal here. I'm uh, on the phone in New York, and I have my lovely co-host, Isabel and Ed, in studio in Los Angeles. How are you guys? Good, good. Apparently, apparently I'm lovely. I didn't know I was lovely. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Lovely, except for when you disagree with me, right. which I have a feeling with the Kaylin Joe controversy, we're going to be disagreeing. I don't maybe. know. I don't know now that now. I mean, remember, I'm fair. I'm fair, but uh, but you don't ever have to make an excuse for me to not be lovely. We can just all say I'm not lovely. All that's right, that's cool on. with me. <laughs> we got to warm up the crowd. We can't just jump into stuff, Isabel. Okay, go ahead, Murray. <laughs> Okay, well, last night's episode continued with the drama, but still, it's like, I hear about these folks so much in the news right now that watching them a year ago, it's just, it still kind of frustrates me that this show, out of all the reality shows, has such a long lag time between when it was shot and what's going on now, just because, like, Leah's not even with her husband anymore. She's with a different guy. Janelle has a whole different set of legal problems. Chelsea is probably in the exact same place she was a year ago, so that didn't change that much. Adam, no Adam, Mm -hmm. Adam, no Adam. So that didn't change. Kaylin, you know, and Jordan are together. It's just like, it's weird watching the show knowing that it's so different right now. And, And as we've talked about before, I think this is unique to the whole teen mom, 16 and pregnant reality sort of type of show. Uh, it's the only one where the real world activities of the of the you know the players in the show are actually followed closely by the uh, tabloids and stuff. It's 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 unique in that way. <clears throat> Wait, you know, what do you mean? Because 
Well, like I, all the reality shows are no, called in the tabloids. Well, no, what I mean is like, uh, well, okay, more closely is the teen teen mom members and the 16 and pregnant, they're watched more closely to me. I see more of them like, okay, yeah. real world has been on for years and years, right? Yeah, and they don't take over the cover. You don't see them on the teen cover of us. Teen mom takes over the cover. You know what I mean? And so this one well, is Well, maybe as an MTV show, but first of all, Jersey Shore takes over covers, and I host all the Real Housewives and, and Kardashian shows, so it's like, I mean... Those people, like Team Mom, almost pales in comparison to their level. Well, it sounds like Mari disagrees with me. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, you know but, but I think what Ed means is, I mean, you're talking about Real Housewives who are most of them already famous or married to someone well known. Yeah. Or then we have, you know, um, Kardashians who we all know were well known before their show, especially Kim. Yeah, yeah. And then here we're talking about 16 year olds that simply got pregnant and became. Yeah. Known but to the world. <laughs> speaking of the Kardashians, I think there's something similar there, just meaning like we knew that Kim was divorced and then but in the show she was just getting married and having her wedding and stuff. So right. it was kinda like that. Right. There's That's true. Yeah, there does seem to be something a little bit different about how it's not just a reality show where they're they're, you know, playing games or doing this and that and then we find out later, oh, they're into drugs or they're stealing or whatever. This is it just seems a little bit unique. But you know, not a bad thing. Very interesting. Yeah, and it's interesting that you brought up Kim and Chris because when I watch Leah and Corey, it's kind of like I know that they're divorced or I watch their marriage so much closer. So that's why I still wonder because so much of her storyline thus far this season has just been about her daughter. And I, while I see certain red flag issues pop up like his jealousy or her feeling like she's settling – there's not been anything that's like so shattering to the point of like, oh, well, this is the the straw that broke the camel's back. This is right. what led to the to the divorce. Because even in last night's episode, I don't know, he seemed pretty. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline when she was talking about her like confusion and frustration over the lack of diagnosis. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're talking about this episode for today, Making Moves? No, no, yeah. no. She just means like, well, okay. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, this one, uh, when we talk about Leah, one of the things I was going to mention is that that was probably the longest you know, conversation I've ever seen them have was in this episode. And he participated more, you know, said like more words than he's ever said in a conversation. Normally, uh, she says both sides of the conversation. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't we don't see it yet. But in the previews, we see, you know, we'll talk about that, too, I'm sure. You know, I kind of saw it a little, though, like when he gets home and she says, how's work? You look bored. You look like you're over it. And he's yeah. like, yep, I'm tired. I'm over it. Like, I kind of see it a little there. Like, she's happy being married so far and staying yeah. home with the kids. And he's just taking the easy way out, which is work. Yeah. yeah I Actually, I thought it was the opposite. I thought that. In past episodes, she's been the one to feel like she's settling and like she had to give up the nursing career. Uh, I remember when she got her job, she felt really cooped up at home. I don't think he's so much frustrated with his home life. I think just work-wise, he wanted to do 
coal mining, which I guess is a lot more exciting <laughs> than yeah. his current job. Yeah, I think he's, I mean, without, and I'm not saying this as an insult to him, but he's a simple guy. You know, he doesn't yeah. need a lot in life. He just and he just needs things to not be wrong, and and things are wrong. Well, that might change next um, episode if we yeah. and we'll talk about that after yeah. we do predictions. But alrighty, yeah. But what did you think of just the whole back and forth? I feel with the diagnosis because I feel like it's kind of been like that all season so far, and it's probably been like that up until this current point in time because. They had said, even the doctor said, bring Allie back in a year. So that would have, what, just happened right. um, or yeah. it's about to happen. And so she's probably still as in the dark as she's always been. And I just, I can't imagine. I mean, I really applaud Leah here because she is dealing with a very difficult situation at a very young age. And what made me feel so sad for her was like, she's, they give all these terms, like, I have to find, what was the name of the term even? Um, skeletal dysplasia. They give her these terms, and it's like, she's 19. She doesn't even know what that means. And, like, she's having to look up in, like, Wikipedia yes. these terms that they're throwing at her just to understand what's wrong with her daughter. And I just, you know, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it is horrifying. Regarding um, the back and forth with the hospitals and the geneticist and the, even the primary doctor that originally made the referral to the genesis, Geneticist, I think that what we're seeing here is something that we normally don't get to see. And um, and I actually talked to someone who I know who's a nurse, and they said that, you know what, when they have to call someone with bad news, like there, you know, there could be a doctor's office with like five nurses in there. They None of them want to be the one to do it. And when they call, they, they just dread calling someone to tell them they've got some life-threatening disease or they've got their child has this, you know, their results came back negative or positive for something negative. So what I saw was in every instance where she's getting information from the doctors, they were doing a big cover your ass sort of, well, you know what, uh, here's all the positive stuff. You know, none of the tests came back conclusive. So, you know, Mm -hmm. they're telling like, like she should have hope or like there's this really positive news when in fact what they're saying is something's wrong. We just don't know what it is. And but they're, they're saying it in a sort of a positive way which maybe they're they're trained to do that. I don't know, but that's what I saw. I felt like, you know what? They are choosing to hold back the sort of the full brunt uh, you know, opinion that something's wrong, they just don't know what it is. And they finally did that in a letter at right, the end. Right. You know. I wonder if it has anything to do with a uh, small town. I, I keep forgetting where they're from, but um it doesn't look like there's much around, and yeah. I don't know if they, you know, the the nurse said it or the receptionist. She said we don't have the means to really find out and look into it and know what's really wrong with her. But we are saying we rule out everything on the test. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean she's okay, though. Yeah. I mean, she's not walking. That's obviously something. Yeah, and there's a big difference between the twins. Right. Yeah, and you also see how difficult it is. Because, I mean, she's going from doctor's appointment to doctor's appointment, the health bills they must have. Corey's miserable at his job, but he just simply can't leave it because he needs the health insurance to pay for, for Allie's bills. Yeah. But see, I think there, again, we see a little disconnection. She gets to deal with all of this alone, and, you know, she gets to intake, take all the emotional part of it, and he just gets to go do 
the work and come and hear from her, but he doesn't get to watch it or view it, and and and, and he never wants to talk about it. He never She's wants to talk about it. She always says, "Corey, stop getting so upset." I'm just saying, it's like he doesn't even want to deal with any part of it. And there, there you go. That's where the problems probably began. Yeah, even yeah. even when they talked this time, she still did a lot of where she she does this thing where she answers questions that he didn't ask. Right. She will go through, she will repeat how she felt throughout her day. She goes, you know, when the doctor called, I felt this, and before mm-hmm. I felt this, and then I got the letter, and then I felt this. He didn't ask her any of that, right? Well, we also don't know if that's all, you know, staged for oh, MTV. Because well, well, you hear it so much but, where so-and-so says, so how did you feel? Like, really? We, we can see you asked. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's their pattern and that if, if she wasn't volunteering her information about how she felt and, and everything about her day, he wasn't going to sit there and say, so, hey, hey, how was your day? How'd you feel today? Oh, my God, that must have been yeah. difficult. Yeah. You know, he's just not that dude. He just doesn't want to talk about anything negative. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of red flags in this nurse that I can see. I'm just waiting for, like, the aha moment where she's like, oh, I, I'm not supposed to be with this person. So I'm just waiting for that moment. But obviously, every episode, there's, there's something that this it's, something isn't right in in their marriage. So he's, um, we know he's Corey, the coal miner. Do we know what the new boyfriend does? What his, what his job is? I don't, do we know that from any of the gossip? Like, let's like, find out what he does. Like, in other words, did she make a change or did she follow the same pattern Excuse of a man? Me, uh, Corey's dating a very good looking girl. Corey's dating somebody. Yes. <sighs> yes. Corey's dating is, a, she's yeah. hot. I mean, the girl is the one who, it was interesting. Corey is a man of so few words that when it was announced that Leah is pregnant again and engaged, the girlfriend was the one who released a statement being like, Corey is happy for her. Like, he didn't say anything. She's the one who said something, which <laughs> makes me a little nervous that she is a fame whore and is only with him because he's Corey Sims of Teen Mom. Got it, got it. Yeah, could be. <laughs> yeah, but but he has he is a new person, too. I'm trying to look up to see what Jeremy does. Um but uh, let's move on to, because I just like to get them out of the way quick because they're boring, Chelsea <laughs> and Adam. I mean, yes. she had at least somewhat of a new storyline in the beginning of the episode, and I thought, oh, well, this will be interesting. She's trying to find a job. Yes. She gets the job. Like, you know, she wants to make her own money, though still she's so clueless because it's like she doesn't even know how much they're paying her. She's, right. she's probably still working on getting her GED. I'm sorry, Chelsea bothers me. She just is kind of a spoiled brat compared to the other ones. And I thought for once, yes, we're getting finally a fresh storyline from Chelsea. But then it went back to the whole Adam thing. And it's like, he calls her dumb. He calls her stupid as hell. She says to her friends, I like, I wish he would like me, but I know I can't make him. And it's yeah. like, just get over him. Just end it. And I know it's difficult but you can't just let someone stomp over you over and over and over again and i'm just so bored of the back and forth storyline i don't yeah yeah i mean think about that for a second guys this dude within hadn't talked to her in we don't know how long days or weeks whatever <laughs> uh comes over and she's 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 guilty of not knowing how to properly communicate with him she her her communication is very passive aggressive she says stuff that comes off just wrong when we all know she wants to be nice and sweet and loving with him but she'll ask something that just comes off wrong and he can't wait to use the opportunity to be an asshole and then exactly what Maury said he said you are stupid as hell he goes why why do you i wrote it down why do you give me the dumbest looks in the world i'm like okay 
this girl needs to really get a clue. This this dude has, you know, he's just he just can't wait to say something mean to you and to be horrible. I just it was really sad to see it. She said, by the way, the answer the reason why he said all that stuff is because she said to him, Why are you here? Right? And he took offense to that. But, you know, any guy that knows better knows <clears throat> that that the girl was looking for him to say something nice and to validate. We're talking about you know? grown out, grown old man like you, Ed. We're talking about hey. teenagers here, okay? And this is when he said that, it all became clear to me. It's like he really, really wants to like his baby mama. I think <sighs> you don't, you know, just like her. Wait you don't keep, did you, you say he just, wants to like her? Yes. Just like her, you don't I don't keep, think you're right. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think you keep coming back to something you totally hate or dislike. You don't. So he is as guilty as she is to keep coming back and her keep taking him back. I really think he sits there and is looking for something else. Don't forget, okay. we get to see him. He has a job now. He's been out there. Who knows if he's even helping with child support. He mentioned it, but we haven't heard anything about okay. that. Okay. What has she been doing since she had that baby? She's been sitting around being depressed Home, that her man don't like getting her. getting fatter, just sitting there yeah. with her hair, always in a bun, just sitting there. I think he <laughs> wants to come home and say... Did you do something new today aside from just sitting there and eat? <laughs> and, like and, and break your fucking leg because you I'm sorry, I just cussed. Break <laughs> your leg because you are too big and you probably sprained it because it's like go do something. I feel like he wants to come home one day or come back to her and say, "What's new? Did you lose some weight? Did you get a job? Did you go back to school? What's new?" And yeah, then he yeah. comes back and it's a Exactly. And he comes back and he's like, I mean, is there something else? Is there something else? But we think that she just uh, I think Star said last week that she just has a strong desire to have her baby daddy be to have a family that's not like all. She said it. And we all know this is the first guy she was ever with. And she said, I I don't know anything but Adam. And I think this is why. And we also just got a tweet you were saying Isabel that you think that Adam is is he must want to be with Chelsea because he keeps coming back but um ex Patty X just tweeted Adam more than anyone is only on the show for the money yeah. Well, yeah, he comes back, I think, because he has some murky sense of fatherhood duties every once in a while. It, it, it kind of rises up in him. And he that's my daughter. And, that you know, but when he comes in, it's like he can't wait for something to happen so he can hop on that and say, you wonder why I leave all the time. You wonder why I fight. Agreed. He just needs a small reason. But, and I, so, and yeah, I agree that's, with that. You know, I agree with that. But I, I, I also feel like she does not make it hard. No, to no, want to no. leave. I mean, I if she I was her friend, how. her own friend was like, I'm done. I'm done with you. You're so <laughs> Megan for a while. We didn't see her. I think yeah. now Megan came back, you know, last episode because yeah. I think now she wants to be part of this. But she was even done with her. She was done. Yeah, she doesn't know how. Yeah. Well, I'm done with her as a viewer until Chelsea gets a new storyline. So, Chelsea, I hope you're listening. Yes. Get your GED or get your job or find a new guy. Do something that's interesting to me as a viewer because I feel like I'm watching the broken record over and over every day. What about her excitement when they called her? I mean, I, I was trying to go back when I got that call when I was in high school and I had applied for this, you know, little job and I got that phone call to say, hey, we're hiring you and it's your first job ever. I was jumping up and down, all excited. Here she is like, they're like, oh, okay, yes. 
are you excited? Yes. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think she was a little sort of in shock and, you know, it was her first. And she doesn't even know how much they're paying her. No, right. but it's she her first thing. I mean, obviously, like, like you said, she's spoiled. So all of her problems are almost like, okay, it must be nice to have those as problems, right? Your problem is you really want to get a job so your dad doesn't have to pay for everything. Oh, wow. You know, that's but really difficult. Most of us had that when we were 16, 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but she, you know, and she, but she's really got some luxuries. She's got some luxuries and I think she appreciates it, but she is completely allowing herself to be, I think, actually depressed because she, her life is not the way she would want it to be ideally. Adam there doting on her and being a good supportive right. dad and boyfriend and, and you know, everything else that she needs, she doesn't have that she thinks she needs that she doesn't have, but she has a lot. She has a lot more than any of the other girls, I think. Right. And so, so you're right, Mari. She's, she, we would definitely classify her as a spoiled. Now, um, what was the other thing? Oh, did we know before today that she didn't have her GED? I don't remember yeah. knowing that. We knew that? Yeah, okay. we know that forever. Yeah, the whole, every single episode, she's I feel like she's studying saying, oh, for I didn't get my GED, or oh, I'm studying for my GED. It's been like this for a long time. Okay, well, when she said GED in the past, I must have heard college degree or AA or something, because I thought she had it, but okay, cool. No. All right, then. Yeah, no. Oh, and how about the fact that every single person in her life, <laughs> when she sees them, says, hey, is Adam around? Is Adam hanging around? Yo, you got a nice new place. Is Adam there? I'm like, God, this girl, she, why is that? Maybe because everybody knows you're obsessed with the dude, and they all want you to drop him. You know? They're all yeah. waiting, waiting to hear, hear you tell them, no, he's not around, and I'm done with him. Everybody's looking for that. Right. So. Yeah. All right, so let's get to Kaylin and Joe, only because I'm very interested as to hear your perspective, because in the past we've talked about, like, your perspective as a father right. and co-parenting yes. and child support and things like that, so I'm really interested to hear your perspective. Okay. I'm, I, for the most part, think that Joe is being unfair, and the fair thing to do is to pay child support. The only reason why I thought maybe I could understand what he was saying was, well, she does get paid by MTV. What about that? But then one of my Twitter followers tweeted at me that Kaylin said in an after show that they factored their MTV salary into the child support payments. So that might be why his payment is so high, because they already factored the MTV salary into it. So after that, that was the only justification I had is, oh, but doesn't she have MTV money? But still... And so, for the most part, I think that Joe is totally in the wrong. I think that it's only fair that he paid child support. And it really pissed me off when he was like, I need that money for my music career. Your music career? What about your child? What about Isaac? And I just, I don't, I don't understand his reasoning here. Okay, hold on. Well, first, make sure I understand. You're, the person you talked to said that they did factor that MTV money as income for Kaylin into the child support? Because he gets paid, too. Oh, yes. oh, because he gets money from MTV, yeah. too. Yes. Oh, okay. So if they get made... Yeah, Kim Kim 723 tweeted, someone asked her about it last night. She said she and Joe make the same from MTV, and it was included in child support negotiations. Okay, okay so then, yes. So then if they both, say, say, make roughly the same amount from MTV, then that cancels each other out, that income. So, yeah, that's fine. Um, but, okay, so... Uh, I think it's interesting that they both go to get advice from their friends, right? Right. And, well, and no, no, no. Yes, he went to his brother. Oh, that was his brother. Okay, I thought it was his he friend. Babysits. The okay, baby. well, um, no, Mari, I, uh, you know, 
do we have a soundbite for this? Dun, 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 dun. I agree with Mari. <laughs> I agree because what Joe and his brother Thank you. What Joe, what Joe and his brother did uh, in when they were standing around talking in the kitchen is one of the worst things that could ever happen. It's right. the blind leading the blind. Right. It was like, dude, don't agree with ignorance. You have no okay. Right. Don't ask ignorant to see if you agree with ignorance. It was just bad. Um, the child is the the money is for the child. It is extremely expensive and difficult to raise a baby, to from the cost of daycare to how much it costs you and your body, your sleep, your time, your effort, your energy to pick the baby up and change the everything takes from you. <clears throat> and it costs money to make that, you know, make that make to make someone be able to continue to do it. And so he is just completely misinformed. He's not supporting her. He's providing money that is for supporting the baby. And you know, yeah, the you can't you can't nickel and dime the system. Meaning you might when they talked about it later, they talked about how uh, she's got a job, but it's only a part-time job, and she right. get, she could get a better job. Well, yeah, guess what? You can always do something different, and there and somebody could have a different opinion. You, the way the system works is you're never going to be able to have a reasonable expectation that it's going to be perfectly fair. It's just not going to be because there's different ways to look at everything. Right. So you just got to hope, and you you, you got to shoot for the most fair that you can have. And then just settle on that. But yeah, when they said when they sat down together to talk, which I thought was weird, like why do you guys have to sit and talk, uh, Mari? I don't know if you thought that was weird that she called him and said, "Should we meet and talk about it?" Okay. No, I thought that that was very mature of her because they want she wanted to have a civilized conversation with him about it, so well, he wasn't so civilized. Well, yeah, but it's like that's the conversation should have happened before, before she filed, right? Right. right everybody right. says it, that. It, it, that's the only reason why I was a little upset with Kaylin, just because I agree. I mean, we don't know. She could have been a big bitch and taken the baby to a real daycare, and then he has to pay half of that. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if she's paying the brother, which I don't think she is. I think this is something where the brother's helping them both. Mm -hmm. So there, that rules daycare out, and that's expensive. We all know that's expensive. Um, but you know, her friends, her two guy friends, do mention to her, "Well, um, it's kind of you know shady that you did this behind his back. Why did you do it behind his back? Did you have this yeah. conversation with him? I mean, it's only fair you have a conversation with him." She mentions that she did she tried several times i don't think she really did i think she might have named it or you know yeah. brought it up once in a while but never but made it from the way he talked about it after the fact i could tell that even if she brought it up before the fact he would have had the same response he would have said oh you could get a better job but you don't want to because you want to work right. with your boyfriend and Oh, this isn't fair to me. So I don't but think, I think his response would have changed. I think yeah. most guys or women who have been taken to child support do get afraid when they hear that. You yeah. know, because we all know once it goes in there, that's it. You know, you either yeah. have to go through the whole process to reverse it or that's it. Yeah. So I do think if she had really made a serious look, Joe, I'm about to take you in there, they could have agreed upon something. Because now she is enjoying that he's getting you know, she has to get about $500 from him. Yep. She can go. I mean, yeah, she can, but she's not going to. She likes the numbers. You know, anyone else would say, well, give me half of that. I'll go in there and say that you can give me half of that. Right. But once you see those numbers, it's kind of like, oh, well, yeah, I think 500 she, is good for me. You I know? know. I think she, she's 
she sees relief. You know, there's a sense of relief, like, okay, good, I'm going to have help. Um, And I think she should. I think, you know, I supported, I was very in support of her when she had the attitude of, look, it's only fair that he helped pay for the care of his child. Right. And it was, I think it was clear based on just what we saw that he wasn't paying enough. Whatever he was paying wasn't enough so far. Well, he's not. He he wasn't. Yeah, so he wasn't. And so when when they got together and talked at that restaurant, I actually was worried that she was going to like go back on her thing because she actually was talking as if she felt guilty. She was like trying to justify it, right? Saying, well, if we were together, then you would you would be paying this anyway and stuff. And it was just the wrong ar- argument to make. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was wrong. It because, made no sense. Yeah, because then like, he no. was like, but we're not together. Yeah, like, so <laughs> in that one, he's right, but he's mm-hmm. wrong in the sense that, you know, his argument there doesn't mean he shouldn't have to pay for the child. Right. He should. Right. So, so... I mean, but, you know, but now they got to fight in court. Ed, you and I had this small conversation where I said, it's kind of, here's where it's a little unfair, but like you said, it's never going to be fair. Mm-hmm. He, it's not his fault that he has parents that are by his side that are willing to take care of him because he's still a teenager, willing to let him stay there, whether pay rent or not pay rent. And she doesn't have that. So the court sees it like, well, you're not paying rent because you're still living with your parents. Therefore, you have more money to give to her. If he was paying rent, they would take less. So that's a little unfair because, uh, I'm sorry, why should I be penalized because I have a set of parents next right, to me? Right. That, I see that. But, she, you know, then she goes, I mean, I, I was going back and forth because then she says, you're right. You know, it's not his fault that I'm alone. Okay. Well, well, look at it this way, too. When you... When you when you file for child support and then the court says, okay, well, show me how much you make. Right. What they ask for is they ask you to fill out an income and expense of report. Bills. Right? Yes. Now, uh, so part of that you put in how much you pay in rent. You put in yes. how much you pay in your bills. You yes. put if you have a car note, all this stuff. Right. So, okay. So on one hand, you can say, well, the the guy lives with his parents, so rent is zero. Okay. Right. So then that means that there's more money that should be shared amongst the parents for the child, but. What would we say if the if let's say he was making the income he's making, but he's driving around a a, a Bentley right. or a Cadillac or something, and he had an eight hundred dollar car payment? Should he pay less child support because he have an, has an expensive car? Yeah. Right. So, or should he pay less child support because maybe he had a, a more expensive apartment, a bigger apartment than he needed? Right. You know. So you in, in that case is an example where it's just a matter of opinion. Right. A rent is really just a bill, so it could be high, low, and then you can tell the person, well, um, you know, it doesn't make sense to me that, okay, well, I've got a really nice big house that I got to pay for. I got three bedrooms. I I got three bedrooms and I'm a single father, so I can't pay more because I got to pay for my three bedrooms that I don't really need. You know, it's not fair. So to me, it is fair that whatever money is available, it'd be factored in to go to the child. Um, So, you know, that's, that's my opinion. What the court tries to do is they try to make it so that you don't have a situation where one kid's parent lives in like a castle that's built like Disneyland, <laughs> and and so and then the mom or whoever else ain't got enough money lives in like a one room shack with no toys, and so then all of a sudden the baby always wants to be at the other house because of course it's There's, like Disneyland. Right. So they try to balance out the money to make the living conditions more equal, so that that materialistic sort of draw for the child is gone, and uh, you know of course it's not a perfect system because then. The parents have the money, but then they have to decide what they do with it. So, mm. yeah. Well, 
We'll have to see how this turns out, but it seems like it's going to get a lot, a lot uglier, and we'll talk about it in predictions. But I have a feeling that I'm going to be rooting for Kaylin all along. I really like Kaylin. I think she's mature. I think she handles situations well. And she is dealing with a much, much, much tougher situation than all the other girls. She doesn't have either parent supporting her. She is in college, so she got her GED. Yes. She's in college, in a part-time job, taking care of her son yes. on her own, and she has it much more difficult than anyone else. Yep. And so I really understand her when she says that that she needs help, and I think that Joe is being ridiculous to think that she's doing it out of spite or for herself. I think it really is just for Isaac, and I think she's a good mom, and yep. I'm going to stand by her probably throughout this child's book battle. I agree. I agree. I think Joe's wrong in his assessment there, and not only does she have it worse than everybody, but she's handling things the best. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Agreed, Mara. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to Janelle. Oh, my God. Um, who is, <laughs> I mean... Every week is dramatic, with you know. Every week is always interesting and entertaining and crazy. Because I'd like to say, oh, this was a dramatic week. But, like, this was probably not as dramatic because there wasn't an actual physical fight in this one. Uh, I continue to believe more and more that her mom really drives her to do these things. And I won't say it's right for her to claim or to justify that her mom is driving her to smoke pot, like, she hasn't smoked pot for the day, but because, you know, her mom's yelling at her, says, I haven't smoked pot all day, I'm about to flip the fuck out, yeah. uh, you know, so I'm going to go to it now. So I do understand, like, I, I don't understand her justification there. I don't think her mom, it's, I don't think it's right of her to justify her using pot by her mom driving her crazy, but I will say her mom doesn't even know how to say things in a nice way. I don't know if you noticed, but when Chanel said, I want to move out, Barbara was like, it's a good idea. I agree. But even when she was saying it's a good idea, and I agree with you, she said it in a bitchy tone. It's like this woman is incapable of ever saying anything like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think that'll help our relationship. She's like, since all of a sudden, like all the time, nagging her, and like she said it's a good idea, but Chanel got to be there for the kid. you got to turn your life around. And it's just like, it's incessant with the woman. And so I understand why Janelle sometimes does this. Does. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So now, now we're back in our comfort zone. Now we're back to me disagreeing with you, Mari. I, I okay. saw, I saw in the beginning of this season that, I, I identified this mom as being like, whoa, who in the world could live with her high or sober? Oh, my God. You know, she is on Janelle's ass every day, all day long. <laughs> and like, got you know, just sounds like a, 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 a some kind of whining machine. I don't know. But I saw when when she let Janelle come back in her house. OK, after she'd been living in her car and then uh, saw her soften up a little bit there. And then when Kiefer got out of jail and said and Janelle came and said hey Kiefer's out he got bail from his friend and he wants me to come meet him and she said okay go meet him make good decisions though be smart Janelle and I felt that that was genuine I do see what you're talking about Mari that in this episode the stuff she said was kind of like a little bit insincere it seemed uh, disingenuous but I think what we're seeing is the mom again getting to her limit like you know what 
what the hell? This is just a pattern. This is just getting worse and worse. You're going to move out. You know what you're going to do? You're going to have freedom to do drugs and make bad decisions and hang with the wrong crowd and all the stuff that you, I have been trying to hold you accountable for. And by the way, Janelle's decision to move out came immediately after the mom said, okay, we're putting rules down. Right. 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 I totally agree with you, Ed. I think, you know, I think she has one of the best moms. I really, yeah. really, really do. But you know, what? When, yes, I that, think that firmness I is what she needs. I honestly really believe that. I think, you know, when you are facing with a child like Janelle, most mothers give up. They're just like, I put you in, in God's hands. Yeah. I hope you make it out of that alive. Yeah. But here's, and the mom said it again, I am 54 and I did not choose to have a baby at this age. Yes. You chose it, which seems like, you know, abortion at some point must have been talked about. And she must have said, no, I'm having my child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now the mom has taken over. But I, I think when she finally said, you know, that's fine, Janelle, move out, do what you want to do. It's also a mom crying for help. I want to go mm. ahead. If you think this is going to help and yeah. this is going to help Anything. you grow, because she did say, go find yourself. Yeah. But I hope you surround yourself with positive and healthy people just go find yourself whatever you need go do whatever you want to do because she deep down knows she's going to be back in a week in a month she can't be without mom you know but let her at least i gave her that chance yeah go away that's fine go do whatever you need to do yeah, for yourself. i can see that a little bit at her limit and a little bit like okay i don't know what's going to fix it now so whatever if you think that's going to help then go then i can see if you go and you become more independent and you grow up that could be a good thing yeah. so and but but then how ridiculous like, it's like the mom's expectations are so low. She said, but you got to see your child once a week for more than an hour. I'm going, huh? Well, I, I don't. I, I, that's like pushing it for her, though. For but, her to even say, come see your child every single day. Withhold Jace from her. Sometimes she's there, and then her mom takes Jace to daycare while she's there and able to watch him. So, right. I don't I mean, know. We did I, see a little of that, but we also saw, you know, a few times where she was like, Janelle, can you please watch the baby for 10 minutes? Janelle's already right. going through a breakdown. Oh, right. I can't watch him. And, I care about my boyfriend. And yeah. then once before she moved out, she mentioned, by the way, I think now I think you can feed him. I don't need to come home to feed the right, baby. Right, right. You, she's giving him more, and she's like, "Oh, I'm moving out. I'm moving right. out. That I'm was moving the out. attempt. That was the attempt of the mom to to establish rules and more responsibility, more accountability. Yes. But the part you're talking about, Mari, that's when we didn't like the mom. That's right. when we didn't like it. Be like, hey, wait, 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 wait. If she's there and she's saying, I want to take care of my child, then let her. That's the mama. So we didn't agree with uh, uh, Janelle's mom taking her to daycare when she was there because that was when we felt like the mom was just being spiteful and we didn't right. even understand it. Like, what's the point of that? So, yeah, we've seen that. But she softened since then. For But God knows why. why? And, I, and I also think now going back to that, now going back to that, I also believe, you know, she would tell Janelle, I need you to be up at this time. If you want to babysit the baby, please be up at this time. And then Janelle would take forever to get up. And mom would just say, OK, F this. I'm taking him to daycare. And I think that was a way of teaching her. You need to learn how to follow rules. Uh-huh. You yeah. don't just run this. You get up whenever you want to. There are rules to follow. And if she got up 10, 15 minutes later, I'm sorry, too late. I'm taking him to daycare. I, you know, now, and, and I don't know, Ed, maybe it's because I have a child and I always think about he's only three now. And I think yeah. about how I'm trying to raise him. And part of that is whenever he wants to try to grab anything that I know it's harmful, 
I explain what's going to happen. I mean, when I know it's something little where you yeah, can yeah. fall and hit your head and I know it's going to hurt you. Fine. I told you three times. You want to try it? Go ahead. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and watch you go through that pain. But I warn you. Yeah. So I think it's a little of that. Let me let go a little yeah. and try to hold on a little thin string. But I'm going to let you go and do whatever you need to do. I think I think what we, we saw, um, we see this mom either... Uh, I don't know. I mean, this Janelle's obviously, you know, it's it's not like Janelle's a brand new baby. She's been dealing right. with Janelle her whole life, so she knows Janelle's patterns and behaviors. But she something has happened where she's maturing. Maybe it's taking care of Jace, is softening the 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 grandma up. I don't know what, but she we saw something really good when that day when she wanted Janelle to take care of the baby for ten minutes so she could go pay a bill before they turned off the utility, and the bad grandma. Would have said, would have just walked out, and would have left Jace there crying yeah. alone in the living room, yeah. and said, "I'm leaving. You deal with it. It's your son. It, Ten minutes is not too much." But instead, she waited and she waited. and She made sure, okay, if you're not going to do it, and she's horribly frustrated, but she took the baby with her, okay. And that I thought, okay, that was a good decision. It was a tough yeah. one. It was difficult. There was a lot of yelling. Didn't you, sh- you shouldn't have had to do all that, but it was a tough decision, and she made the right one. So I, something's happening with her where she's softening up, and, and I think we see that. But I don't think so. I don't think she's softening up. I don't think that she would abandon the child or because part of me feels like Barbara thinks that this child is her second chance at motherhood and her chance to get it right. I, I, I sometimes when she's with that child, I really think that. Really? Oh, you think, wait, wait, wait. wait. No. I, yeah, I, I am not having a second child to fix my first one. <laughs> and this is, she is like 55. She was not a teen mom. 57. She said 57. She's yeah. not a, she was not a teen mom. And I'm sorry. As much as you have a saying on, with your child, you know, it's, oh, you just, I'm, I'm like out of words right now, Mari. You just insulted. You just insulted every. I feel this way because I got into a conversation with some Twitter followers, and they were like, "Stand up on in your fight against Barbara," because a lot of a lot of them don't like Barbara, and I just have to. Yeah, and how old are these people that don't like Barbara? I mean, you just insulted every grandma and mom whose child whose child whose child has killed someone. It's it's like can we have a bell? We need a bell. Mom is a good grandma. Think think about think about all the moms and grandma who had a child or a daughter who killed someone. You just basically, you know, your child killed someone. So you might as well just have another one and see if the next one is like, really? I'm not saying that it's right. I'm saying that's what Barbara is doing. I really think that she feels that Jace is her second chance at motherhood. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, that was great. Um, So obviously, obviously you guys disagree. Okay, before I want to, I know we got revenge in 10 minutes for all our revenge fans. So let me wrap up Janelle and we'll go to commercial break. Okay. I just want to talk about one. Do you think it was a good idea for her to move out? Um, obviously, it didn't end well. And two, what did you think about her and Keeper? I think it was a good idea for her to move out, though it didn't end well. And I think she's ridiculous answering Keeper and then saying, <laughs> saying we're going to take it slow. We're towards our relationship. You're basically taking him back after all of that. And I just, I, I can't understand it. And when even her friends. Keeps telling her, like, fuck that, and yeah. she rips up the letter from him. You know what I mean? Listen to your friend. Well, it, 
I mean, what are you going to say? We've seen, you know, Janelle with these decisions that she's made. Um, I do not think it was a good idea for her to move out. I think she was simply escaping her responsibilities and the rules that her mom was just trying to lay down. Uh, so I think it was a bad idea. Um, uh, matter of fact, I think it was simply just another step in her aimless, non-directional life. She just has no direction. She's <clears throat> going to do whatever she feels at the moment, whatever she thinks or hears that might sound like something good or different. And she's been missing Keith for all this time, thinking about him, obsessing about him, I'll even say in her mind. And then so when he calls, it is the first time in the whole episode that we see her <laughs> smile and her face is relaxed. And she, I think I saw horns come up <laughs> and she says to her friend, Kiefer just, you know, told me this, blah, blah, blah. And she was saying that with a straight face, but then her friend says, F that. And then she, she and then Janelle's sitting there smiling like a Cheshire cat. So... So definitely she's got a weakness for this guy who's no good for her. And <clears throat> it's just far for the course for her to make that decision. What's ironic is some like weird hypocritical responsible person comes out of her when she sees him and says, okay, well, we're not going to argue and we're going to be nice and we're just going to talk and we're going to take it slow. I'm not going to date you. And she wants to go get in the bed with him right now. I mean, and he knows that. So, you know, who knows what he was into for the time that he was gone, but he knows that he's got her whenever she, you know, he wants her and he's just being cool about it, you know, as far as I'm concerned. So I think right. she should have stayed with her mama and she, she, she needs to do a lot of what I'm going to say is penance. She needs to stay there and say, mom, can I, can I do this for Jace? Mom, can I do this for Jace? But she mom, needs can I help to with get the house? there, Ed. Mom, she needs can I do to this? get there. And so maybe her mom is driving her crazy. <laughs> Well, well, you know what? That's part of, of her penance. Yeah, all of her That's parents part of it. do that. I, I, I think, I mean, I, I obviously don't think it was a good idea for her to move out, but I do think she needed to move out once again to come back to the nest and just uh, realize. To realize what like, you missed. It's, it, the, the grass is not greener on the outside. Like, you can come back. It's better. <laughs> you know, it's. It, and we know so from the she previews. Needs, she needs to keep going through that because she needs to reach that where she's finally going to say, I'm done. I'm done, and my son's been there waiting for me. But this girl, and that's the beautiful, beautiful part of that, that Jace is just waiting for her, you yeah, know? Yeah, but what is going to make it be done for this girl? This girl has been yeah, living no, in her car. And, and, and we've been seeing what's been going outside of the show. Everything's been happening now. And yeah, she, she she's, obviously... gone, she's already been to the point of living in her car, being arrested <laughs> for stealing stuff, being with a guy who hits her and pushes her down, whatever the case was, all this stuff... And then she's going to come back, and then she's still looking like, ooh, I need to go out and be on my own because <laughs> I'm better off out there. No, you're not. Right, but no, we, you're not. You know, you're better off at home with it. the door closed, <laughs> locked from the outside, so you can't hurt yourself. But, okay, go ahead, Marty. Oh. Back to you. All right, well, let's go to a quick commercial break, and we'll come back to some news and gossip and predictions. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. 
AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series. With over 60 different after shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. All right, so I didn't think it was possible, but Janelle got arrested not once but twice in a week. <laughs> so she was arrested last week um, for communicating sex threats and harassing. It turned out it was her ex-roommate. Janelle claims it was just out of retaliation and some long-standing duel, but that didn't give her the right to then allegedly break the domestic violence protective order that was filed, but apparently she did. Apparently, she texted the girl, and the girl is also claiming that she posted these photos of the girl on her own fan site. Uh, Janelle appeared in court yesterday, posted another $1,000 bail, so that's $2,000 bail in one week, and she's due back in court on February 6th. So whatever chances she had at getting custody again is clearly not helping. Well, I don't know what to say. I mean... Janelle is Janelle is Janelle. You know, at least she's consistent. I don't know. <laughs> Smile, smiling in both go. of those smug shots. Right, smiling. right, right. Because I think I showed it to Ed this morning. He's yeah. like, yeah, I saw that last week. I go, no, honey, it's the new one. This That's is a today. different one. <laughs> she's like, yeah, oh, I te- yeah, I texted that girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she deserved it. Yeah, I put up naked pictures. She deserved it. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. And now, Leah, I don't know if I believe this because I've never even seen her smoke cigarettes on the show before, but apparently there's um, photos of Leah smoking cigarette after cigarette by herself, and this is while she's pregnant. She got a lot of flack for that, and she got a lot of flack for getting into her car accident in her new car. Um, she claimed that she hit a deer, so that's understandable. I don't that was just an accident. There's nothing she could have done. Um, I hope she's not smoking, and I don't think she is, because it's like we see Janelle smoking pot on the show, so I don't think they would try to hide Leah's smoking cigarettes in the past. And if she hasn't smoked this entire time, why is she smoking now? Well, um, I, you know, I was once pregnant and I know that there's a lot of if if that's even true I, I don't think so but there there's a lot of new things that a woman craves and I actually heard tobacco is one of them aside from chalk and um, soap and all that you start craving the first few months doesn't make it right you have to go through a lot of therapy talk to your doctor and all that but I know some women do crave it I mean badly there's want- been women that are eating an entire soap they want to eat soap yes if you read pregnancy books, you'll read that in there. But I'm hoping that's well, just not. Well, you crave cigarettes, you shouldn't smoke them. You're pregnant. No, right, right. But I'm just saying, you know, just like you shouldn't eat all that chocolate cake. People shouldn't eat soap. You soap, eat soap like soap. Soap, Phil. Soap. I, yes, it's like, on your pregnancy book that on my pregnancy book that I was reading, which is the. Yeah, the haven't you one. read your pregnancy and, book, yes, Phil? Yes, Phil. Come on, come on. Chapter three. Oh my three. god, I think that's but in aside, every girl's guide to life, dude. <laughs> but aside from that, Phil, there's the show. You know the um, 
uh, MTV show has that where uh, people come out with different addictions, and there was a pregnant girl who I'm was like, I, I cannot stop eating soap. Man. And she was now like six months pregnant or something. All right, well... Go. I, if you guys want soap, we'll be doing a sweepstakes. She, 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 I bet she has. A nice, she got nice breath. That girl. She got nice breath. All right, and in our final piece of news and gossip, maybe this is for NTV getting all this black with now getting arrested and all the all the bad news, and is I guess once again trying to prove that they're a show that tries to prevent teen pregnancy. They are releasing a soundtrack of songs that have been featured on Teen Mom. <laughs> and proceeds from now until July 17th will benefit the national campaign to prevent teen and unplanned pregnancy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good cause, so that's good. I have a, I have a question about I have the a question uh, too. well no well my question is about the one before I just didn't get to say it. You said that um, we've seen Janelle smoke weed on the show, but I don't think we have. Have we seen it? They haven't yeah. showed well, that, right? I think it was last season. You've seen her talk about it. And you've seen. I feel like I've seen her smoke. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know I about think it was weed. last season. Yes. Okay. Okay, just checking but, because I was looking for that and I thought, okay, they never show it because they're they're probably not allowed to, or they're you know MTV is trying to CYA or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was looking for that because she said, okay, I'm going to go smoke. Yeah, and remember and last, uh, I think it was last week, I said I think when they had that fight in the car and Janelle instead of running back in the house, she ran to her car. I don't think it was because she was going to follow her and follow uh, Kiefer in her car. I think it was because she was gonna getting ready to go smoke because that's where she smokes. You know, I was going to say, because gossip just ended, I was going to say, God, Chelsea is so boring. She's never even in gossip. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think we ever have any gossip for her. Uh-huh. Well, um, I know. There is no gossip for Chelsea because she's boring. Like I said, she hasn't progressed at all because it's her yeah. and Adam back and forth and back and forth. I just hope that one day I can report that she got her GED. She may yeah. have, so I have to read well, I like her. I like her. She has a nice smile, oh, and she just gosh. needs to drop this go. little worthless dude. And with dude. the young girls. Go on, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some predictions for next week. Oh, my God. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Okay, ladies first, ladies first, ladies first. <laughs> All right. Well, the fight with Janelle and Tori seems like it is crazy. And so that's what I'm most looking forward to. Yes. Um, Chelsea and Adam broke up. No surprise. It's going to be break up together, break up together the whole season. Joe wants to take Kaylin to court. I just think the custody battle will go on. And I feel like you guys picked up more on the Leah Corey fight than I did because I just wrote down Leah and Corey fight and look at home. So you guys, when you were talking about them, you're like, and I can't wait till the fight. What am I missing there? You can't believe what in here? Oh, we were we were talking the fight. We can't wait for the fight. We're talking about um, Janelle. Well, yeah. No, 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 the fight between Leah and Corey. You were you guys were talking about the fight between Leah and Corey. Is it, could you tell what they were fighting about? Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. I said, um, you know, Ed said he Corey looks like a simple guy who doesn't need much. But the the fight is actually leah wants to get a motor home one of those uh, homes mobile home, mobile yeah. home and he wants an actual house so yeah. she says well i'm coming i'm getting a mobile home so if you want to come with you come and he says i am not 
That's yeah. not what he wants. So yeah, the, the whole simple guy, no, no, no. He wants a house. He doesn't yeah, want a house. The real question <laughs> is, why do you want a mobile home? Excuse me. I mean, what? Why does he need subtitles when he's speaking? I mean, I'll, it's the same question. <laughs> like, yeah, because see, I would think he would be the one fighting for the mobile home. That's cold. That's, I'm going to take that back. I'll take why, that back. That's why. Put it right back. Bam. That's why when you said simple guy, okay. I was like, not so simple. Look at him Do you now. have a prediction or is it my turn? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, I think uh, Chelsea and Adam are finally going to be over. We we do see him finally wow. saying, we see him saying, move on, girl. Like, I've treated you like shit. I've stepped on you. I've called <laughs> you fat. I've called you. I mean, what else? What else? He what basically else? saying, just move on. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. And and so I think that's finally going to be over. Um, Janelle and Keeper, I, that's. I can never watch her. It makes me so sad for Jace. I want that baby. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a cool kid. Uh, oh, cool kid. I want that baby so bad. But I think um, that's just going to keep... We obviously know where that's ending. She's still in gossip every single day. Kaylin and Joe, uh, definitely going back to court. And I think it's going to get worse. And I'm hoping he wakes up and says, look, let's just do 50-50 with the baby and all. Um, and Leah... We uh, well, I said about Leah and um Corey. Obviously, this is where we finally start to see where did what happened. How did they end up breaking up? Because yeah. I still don't totally see it. But for for Corey and Corey Leah? and Leah, okay. I I don't see where it was so bad where they even went all the way. You know, divorce and new people. Well, uh, I I think that it's uh, for Leah. It's just it's just been building up, and so it yeah. wouldn't. It it's not going to be some big thing. It's going to be some Anything. little thing that they make big. Okay. But it's just a result of a building up. Right. So my first comment about the previews that we got to see, I already told you, Isabel, is that the little preview, which is, what, 30 seconds, was better oh. than this whole episode. Yes. It was more exciting <laughs> than, like, the whole show that we just had to sit through. Uh, so with, with, Unnecessary roughness. With, with, Chelsea, uh, with Chelsea and Adam, you know what? I really don't know. I can see Adam trying to come back in the picture just like he's done before. And her saying no? Ah, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. That's a tough one. But um, uh, Janelle, I, I, I just, I mean, we know her. We can't even, you know, there's not even anything, any speculation there. I think the real speculation is uh, Kaylin and Joe. Because I don't think we know right now in the really tabloids what, where they're why, at. Right. Um, what I think there is, and this is a big one, I think that Joe will absolutely regret what happens when he goes tries to go to court. Yep. I think it will only be worse for him. Yes. Because she is a shining star of an angel of a mom. And there is right. no, no blemish in her at all. Right. Uh, and so anybody, Except you know, face. <laughs> any judge anywhere is going to look at her and say, uh, I mean, going to look at the dad and say, so you brought her to court? And you cost everybody all this time and money so, because you wanted me to tell her to work 40 hours instead of 30, dude? Really? Is that what you brought us here for? Yeah. Okay. Well, and I heard that usually when you go to court, what they really do is just break it down for you. Okay, sir, you didn't understand the letter. Let me break it down for you now. Yeah. Or they don't even break it down. Yeah. They say, you know what? I'm just missing this. You don't have adequate blah, blah, blah. Bye. You need to go back to square mm-hmm. one family assistance. Well, sometimes blah, 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 blah. you need someone else to tell you. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what his lawyer says. Right. The lawyer's going to say, oh, man, you could win. You could win, Jesse. You could beat Harold Washington. Uh, most people Joe. don't know what that is. But 
okay. No, it's a it's a it's a quote. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a quote for the hopefully we'll agree on more next week than we did this week. But um, Ed and Isabel, as always, it was great having you. Hopefully, we'll get the stars' opinion as well next week. <laughs> and um, call our Teen Mom fans. Tweet us your thoughts in the meantime, and tune in same time, same place next week. Once again, that's AfterBuzzTV.com. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, buzz. You later. See you later. And eat plenty of soap. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't listen to you Phil. Look it up. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> <laughs>